0: Hello to all of you beautiful nerds and welcome back from traveling the fast nerd universe and listening in on this new transmission from Nerdy Chic. As you already know, this is Mari coming to you from the far reaches of the nerd universe and thank you for sponsoring this podcast, Anchor, so if you... If you haven't tried out podcasting with Anchor, I suggest you do. So today, let me at least put this disclaimer out there for you all before I get into the nitty gritty and the meat of this episode. This is based on experiences that we have gone through when it comes to conventions This is not to bash on them, but from what we've seen and experienced during our press and attendee time. So please respect what my opinions on these conventions. If you want to discover them on your own and just attend, go on ahead. I am not stopping you, but it's basically what I'm telling you in this podcast is just based on our experiences and that is conventions we hardly look forward to anymore when it comes to either doing press or just going to attend if we wanted to. Of course if we had the means of doing so. Even though press has changed our ways of attending because, of course, it gives us work. It gives us time to cover the convention and everything. And it gives us experience as well and lets other conventions know what we do at Nerdy Chic Universe. Most of our content on YouTube are convention videos, whether it's interviews or panels. But, of course, There are times when conventions kind of drop the ball and kind of also change things around from what they used to be because, to let you know, I was a convention goer since 2005 and didn't start Nerdy Cheek Universe until 2012 and our first convention that we ever covered was Of course, MetroCon 2013, when someone suggested at UCF, in the Career Source Center, that why not try doing press for the events that you go to, and I took that idea. Conventions have been kind of a big part of us since we tend to enjoy meeting new people, getting to see new guests that they get. I mean, trust me, I'm actually excited that I finally get to meet a few guests that I haven't met before during this ranger stop in pop. And of course we get to purchase things that we hardly get to find in town, especially at this one old anime shop that we used to go to called Florida Oriental Trading. And... Unfortunately, they no longer have been open. It's been replaced by a couple of things, especially one was a tattoo shop. I am not sure what they replaced it with lately because we haven't been down in that area for years. No, wait. For, actually, it's been recent because we did visit Orlando for a few errands. Uh, back of uh yeah a few months ago yeah it was a few months ago but anyways we we tend to get our anime love from there and sometimes I do buy my stuff online but going face to face finding new rare items has been a big part of our convention going I mean one really impressive thing was this one vendor from Maryland uh, had a humongous collection of anime DVDs and manga, so I almost spent the entire savings on that. I am not kidding. I had to push RJ away from the manga when he saw that. But of course, as time goes on, the convention season has changed, and it's either if they got purchased by a different uh, company or if their staff has changed over time and they decided to change the conventional layout or how they do things. And, of course, they tend to do things at last minute and I'll be kind of going into that a little bit more So here, I only have like three conventions to talk about when it comes to this category and here they are. First off is Megacon. It it took place this past weekend if you guys have been following anything, especially in Orlando Sentinel who tends to do a tiny blurb on them. I'm not kidding. It's like one small uh, space on a page. I like the Orlando Sentinel, but they should have done a little bit more on local events. That's my opinion. But again, Megacon has changed. I mean, when I first went to Megacon, it was 2005 for only one day, and that was with my ex and his sister and people, they... she, She... The both of them knew, basically. Her boyfriend, well, her ex-boyfriend now, and, of course, a friend of theirs, I think. And that's what it was mostly is for just one day. And, of course, we did it one day with my dad because my ex did start going to school in Orlando and he didn't have anybody else to take him yeah, we were both visually impaired. And, of course, when I looked at some of the events that took place on other days, especially AFO, which is the next one on this list, I was like, oh man, I'm missing those events. And when I started going out with RJ, we went all three days. And it gave us a... I was, like, happy about that. Because we did see some panels that we didn't get to that I didn't get to see when I was with my ex. Uh, unlike with my ex, at least my weeaboo days were kind of dying down. For those of you who aren't familiar with the term weeaboo, it's when someone is really obsessed with anime and Japanese culture. I was kind of like that because my ex did get to live in Japan for a few years in his high school days and they try to convince me that I won't like visiting Japan but who knows once me and RJ do get to visit I mean I got to learn the history and everything and it kind of helped me snap out of it. So anyways, <laughs> anyways back to what I'm saying, but I, we base, me and RJ went from 2007 to 2012 when it came to MegaCon and once they got bought by Fan Expo, that's when things completely changed for the convention. It was still crowded as usual. But when 2017 rolled around, that's when we noticed the big changes, and it kind of felt like you had to pay for almost everything, uh, yeah, for like the big guests, if you wanted the experience with them. Also, autographs, including the voice actors, I mean, I'm actually looking in the direction of my Team Kid uh, plushies because I had to pay 25 bucks for Jamie Markey. It was worth it since she was the only one that I needed to be signed, which was Liz. I already got Todd to sign Kid and Jeremy to sign Patty before Jamie got to sign Liz and at Lisa kind of completed that. But one thing I didn't like about 2017's event, which was when we were doing press, we kind of felt like we couldn't do as much as we would at a smaller convention. As in, getting to interview some of the famous people. I mean, one thing that was a bit of a joke from my experience, by the way, with the press pass form, if you guys haven't Filled out the MegaCon press pass form, there was a question about interviews. And it was if you had two top guests on this entire list, who would you interview? And at the time, there were Stan Lee and Tim Curry. And that was supposed to be Stan Lee's final year of attending, I mean, of being a guest at MegaCon. And I put Stanley down and Tim Curry down because, of course, I loved Tim Curry as a sexist from, uh, from Ferngully. I got to see Gully after <laughs> so many years of being a kid and watching that movie over and over again. And I got most of the jokes and being an adult, you know. Message behind it, but, anyways, (laughs) back to that, and of course, Rocky Horror Picture Show, the movie Clue, all those. And I was hoping to interview them, and apparently, us in press could only interview people that were attending, as in regular folks, um, cosplay guests who tend to have their own schedules of doing events if you're lucky enough to catch them, because I remembered I got to catch being with Ricky from Here is the Cosplay. If you watched our interview, well, my interview with her uh, from Omni 2015, unfortunately, the music was too loud, so it would have been hard to hear anyways if we had the interview in the big... A dealer room, that's why we hardly do that as much anymore because I rather have a nice quiet place to do the interviews in. Who wouldn't? <laughs> and of course, comic book guests. Unfortunately, I can't read comic books, and since uh, RJ wasn't able to attend most of the weekend, that would have been a bit of a waste right there. Um, So I'm like so wait then why did you ask that one question? Apparently it was a survey question and I'm like okay that's really shady and only that I didn't get to mention this I did do email interviews with two of the voice actresses from Sailor Moon and when I told them what Why I had to do that, uh, they wouldn't allow interviews with any of the voice actresses or voice actors. They were like, wait, what? We would love to do interviews in person. And that was the... That was basically what broke the camel's back for me. I mean, I used to love being able to volunteer for... Megacon because the staff was really nice uh, back then, but the newer staff now, I'm not sure why they did what they did. It would be understandable if it was due to uh, time restraints? Uh, Time constraints, I mean constraints, sorry. Time constraints with the guests. I would understand that, but they didn't explain why. Um I would have understood. They can't do it because their schedule is already full. That's great. That would be understandable. But not just saying, oh, we just use that as a survey question to see who's press and who's not. I kind of felt like, okay, no longer doing press for these guys. And I'm not sure how they improved on doing press on the press part, even though the funny thing was, I think it was 2018 or 2019, no it was 2019 because I was still living with my parents before I moved. Uh, My parents were like, are you at MegaCon? I'm like, no we're not. I mean, we already paid our bills and we don't have much money left, which is true. Uh, we had, you know, human responsibilities as adults, you know, and paying our bills and everything. So, yeah, we're not looking forward to MegaCon as much as we did before. Especially with how Fan Expo has done it now. I mean, it's not as much as it used to be. I mean, if we had Nernishik Universe back in around 2008-2009, then we would have been able to have the interviews with, like, I don't know, uh, uh, I'm blanking, either the guy who played Xander on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that would have been cool, or James Marsters, you know? Um... Or even with the voice actors, you know. I mean, it would have been great. It would have been great. Heck, you could imagine how many people would flock to us if we got to interview Stan Lee before he had to leave for a long while. Even though, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Lee. Still miss you. So, yeah. MegaCon, not much. Heck, I even say don't. I don't suggest doing press for them. Um, also I could kind of see they really want people that are more Orlando Sentinel levels rather than tiny. Which I had to fight for us in order to get our press passes to let you know about that as well. Um... So next up is anime eh, anime Festival Orlando. AKA A F O for short. Oh boy, This one's a bit of a doozy because we ugh, We okay, I attended this for a one day thing back in 05 and 06 when I was still with my ex. And, of course, like the story... say with Megacon. Me and RJ attended as... From... Excuse me. 07 through... 2012. And then came back 2015 hoping to do press. Um, one thing I had to say... Is that sometimes conventions do let let the ball fall, but at least some of them do realize, "uh, crap, and try to fix things, even during the weekend. But, if it was very last minute, they won't do much about it. I mean, this convention uh, was very organized as at first from what I've seen but then was told uh yeah behind the scenes not so much i understand that it takes a lot to plan and try to get everything in in gear for for that weekend but don't leave things at last minute and especially when it comes to press i'm Press and panels, actually, because I remember 2012's convention. We were hoping to not only have one new panel that me and our best buddy Toby were going to do together, but also do the blind experience again. But unfortunately, they didn't approve blind experience, and I don't know how or why. Um, so... We tried fin- I tried pointing out there is an empty spot for it to be in the schedule and they never responded back to me about it. And they also said something even more heartbreaking that they didn't care how many people we did get to attend the panel and I was kind of furious about it. And it was kind of discouraging. And not only that, as we got to the convention, since we were getting our uh, special passes, uh, since we were also staying at the hotel, um, they asked RJ, why aren't you, why didn't you register? And he said to them, because I was waiting for a panel to be approved and the guy kind of shrugged it off and I kind of felt like okay why did Steph just didn't ask what panel it was you know and only that according to him as well he saw that on Friday night during the convention hardly one room was being used and that should have been our slot. For the blind, ex- blind experience, since we were hosting true tips and tricks of fanfiction fiction later on that night, and I kind of felt like, okay, panel staff definitely let the ball drop, and I don't know why when we were when we also submitted blind experience and true tips and tricks of fan fiction at the same time. But with Press, on the other hand, oh, they they made that entire, mm, I can't really say the word to tell you the truth, uh, I, that year, I admit my mental health was not that great and I was making sure that things fell in, in order. Or in line for everything. And also that same week when we got the bad news, I was going through a major situation at home. And I was hoping to get thumbs up for press. But nope. We did not. Uh, We were told that we didn't get press because... They thought we started Nerdy Cheek Universe for a free pass. That is not true. Yes, I admit, I didn't feel like I was being professional on asking them, Hey, what is going on with press? I was making sure that we were able to find out in a particular time to leading up to the convention knowing what or when are they going to announce press or let everybody know who has press passes and who doesn't. One thing about us in in press of course we we had to make sure that we if we need a hotel room or if we need specific equipment. For instance, on my, for my birthday this year, I, we got a new photo camera because since, you know, losing rain, we, we don't have him for photography anymore, so now we have to rely on ourselves and end up getting a new camera, which is awesome. I was able to get one that wasn't too bad price and they also uh, gave uh, SD an SD card reader and everything and it was great I mean that's new Uh, but of course it takes time and not only that making sure that everybody paid their part of the hotel if we have anybody staying with us especially with us with our trip to Atlanta right now I'm starting to pack a little at a time here. And making sure that all of our new tech is, uh, packed. Any chargers we need, any, which we also have to make sure we pack the video camera since this is gonna be the first one with our, uh, cam, our video camera since we won't be having Kristen with us. Uh, sorry dude uh some teams had to have limits but of course getting the t-shirts made and everything it's it's time co- consuming when it comes to planning and i can imagine with conventions it takes even more planning but leaving certain things at the very last minute it's not showing a good thing and that's why i don't look forward to to Anime Festival Orlando as much anymore, even though we did try again to get press but apparently they put uh, yeah, you need 3,000 followers on everything and that's hard enough for us to get even though we have like I'm not sure how many people subscribe to us on YouTube now I think it's a little bit over 200 But I was glad that Ranger Stop in Orlando gave us the chance and we were able to impress them with what we got within three days of coverage. Even though they expect us having a thousand people following us, but they gave us the chance anyways, which made me happy. And I'm like, at least that's something. Yes, we did look into other conventions that took place during the summer like the one down in Miami Supercon. Unfortunately, they they uh, expect $30,000. i am like, yeah, no thanks. That's going to be even harder. <laughs> even though we're trying to promote ourselves especially now with this podcast. I mean, that's enough. But, again, even though they were also having Josh Keaton that same year and also Colleen beard because I was hoping to interview her during Megacon, but nope, they said no to that and you already know how and why, uh, but of course, I didn't get to go. Yeah, this was 2018 and that was when I haven't started working. I would love to go and try to hand over our business cards but unfortunately we did not have I didn't have the funds to go and buy a pass you know I understand I wasn't starting work I was n- I didn't start working until then so um and final one, I know this is going to be a bit of a doozy, it's Holiday Matsuri. Yes, we used to look forward to this one because not only, not only because it's the end of the year and everybody's celebrating uh, either Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or even Christmas, and it's one of those Uh, conventions if you're in school to look forward to right after the fall semester ends where you could just drain your brain and just enjoy yourselves. And of course do some Christmas shopping as well. I mean, I've done it with RJ a couple of times and uh and I kind of feel like yeah, this convention is great but after Two thousand eighteen <laughs> there are some factors too as to why some of the locations that they had before were really good that they done at at the past. I think I preferred the Carib Royale more because there was more parking, unlike at the World center they only have a few parking garages, and that's about it, and you had to have a good walk to them and 2018 kind of sh- shown that it was really disorganized. They were really organized before but 2018 kind of took the cake in a way because of how much press was really disorganized. and me and the head of Omni Fandom Expo were talking about it actually Uh, when we were doing press for them Uh, we were supposed to do press for them during 2020 and we kind of talked about it uh, because you know you know it kind of helps knowing what's going on behind the scenes because he's seen it before and he got on Holiday Matsuri's case about pl- doing the Volcano Bay thing that year. For those of you who probably have gone to Holiday Matsuri uh, back in 2018 or have seen on the group that they were doing a hangout during the weekend that I moved here to the coast to do it at Volcano Bay. And this was three weeks before the convention. Oh boy. Do I have words? Well, the thing was, in press, when I filled out the press form, there was supposed to be one instance where there were two Saturdays that they usually used to have press meetings. And I liked that. They did that during 2017 and 2016. Um, those were great because it actually helped us create a schedule knowing who, cov- who is covering what depending on the events where it's the like for instance we covered the cosplay runway during 2017 and 2016 for example and of course we covered idol, the idol thing during 2017 I mean it kind of gives an gave an idea for other press teams, who's covering what and who is who, and who is who is from what thing. Like for instance, us being from Nerdy Chic Universe. I think ta- uh, cosplay in Tampa Bay was one of the other ones. We got to meet each other and see who was doing what in Google Hangouts during 2018. Nope. I asked about it and they said, oh, you know what to do when it came to press because he covered us before. I'm like, "Um, well, I wanted to know who's covering what and who's press and who's not, you know, because even though we had the press badges, some people would think we're not press in the end type thing, you know, sometimes they would think the badges are. Fake. I mean, for instance, let me use this as an example. Jaycon 2009? Which was the final year. Someone thought I was not a volunteer even though my badge had the orange sticker that showed that I was a volunteer. And, and we were trying to go into the masquerade and they wouldn't let us. Next day, she sees my badge and says, Oh, I didn't know you were a volunteer. It kind of shows that a lot of people don't see that badge. Or what it is exactly that says on there. of course, scary as a thought, people could fake anything nowadays. And, well, during 2018, I... Another thing that kind of fell through was trying to find out who was being pressed and who's not. Um, I had to pretty much talk to a staff member to see, hey, do we get our press badges? If not, just let me know. And they said we did get them. And then I tried to see about our friend, I mean, uh, Rain and Toby, because... <laughs> since Rain just started up his uh, photography business at the time. And, well, unfortunately, they never contacted them about it. So, I kind of felt bad for that. Even though, it was something that fell through. Not only that, doing the Volcano Bay thing... It kind of showed that they were completely distracted and not had or not doing any of the events that they were doing. For instance, a lot of the things were very disorganized, like some of the fan panels, uh, some of the things were not not happening. For instance, they were supposed to get a tree where people put handmade ornaments. And Rain and Toby went with uh, Rain's brother as well trying to find out where it was. Oh, they didn't know where it was. And I was like, wait, what? And they were hoping to do and people were hoping to do that as well. I kind of felt like the event was really disorganized except for the guest uh, liaisons. They were working their hardest for that. And hoping that they get their interviews done. I was glad to interview Jennifer Hale and Brittany Karbowski still to this day. So glad to get those interviews actually. Still kind of sad about Zach Callison unfortunately. I'm hoping we get to interview him in the future at some other convention. So yeah. 2018 was a bit of a huge disorganization and when 2019 happened I remembered our friend Jeff uh whose he's known for having the foam sword stuff. Uh he uh his wife contacted me and asked, Hey, um what we didn't see you guys around, what happened? And we told him what had happened, especially another thing too, was that my cane ended up being broken during twenty eighteen. So that's another thing too. Some of the attendees were not paying attention on where they were going or where they they were. I mean for instance, one group sat in the middle of the ramp leaning towards where people would be staying in the in one of the towers and they it felt like they didn't want to move or they if they were hurt they would probably be mad at the wrong people and at least we just used the stairs and man when my cane was broken trust me my co-worker in mobility was not happy about that At all, but at least I got my cane replaced, and at least now, um, I have a stronger cane, but at the same time, the ropes inside of it could still snap. So, someone told me a really good tip to do is clip on the lanyard on RJ's backpack and just have him guide you that way, which I got a ton of lanyards from. Uh, Walmart and carrying a few for that. Which, I'm hoping that works out. So, yeah. I'm sorry, but holiday matsuri? mm Oh, also, I should point out the parking situation. Oh, yes. The parking. I hope I still have some time left. <laughs> to be quick, Like I said, there's only a few uh, parking garages on property and they were expecting everybody to park in one parking garage and that ended up filling up pretty fast and they told RJ to go and park in the outlets but he didn't want to do that even when he was a guest at the World Center with us. Because, of course, Kristen was the one who, uh, uh, put the reservation, especially with the, um, uh, which we ended up with a king-size bed, which was great during that weekend. So, yeah, uh, with the parking thing, one of our buddies from the other conventions was able to get a parking All because he wore a wig. I'm like, wait, what? What? I'm like, you gotta be joking. And I kind of felt like, and they got on RJ's case for trying to park when he has the key to show that he is a guest. I don't know what is going on there, but of course we did find out that during that weekend, there were two other events going on. I wish they didn't overbook like they did, but who knows what ha- what's going to happen this year. Like I said, we're not filling out the press pass forms after how, ba- how badly disorganized uh, press was. And, of course, the event, uh, especially with how Rain was looking forward to some of the meetups, uh, he didn't go to any of them. Well, he tried going to the Yuri on Ice one, like the second one, because he was a huge fan of Yuri on Ice. Uh, heck, even his eat bag was themed after it. But, of course, it's kind of sad to know that that disorganization had to happen during the first year that he and Toby... Uh, attended and also especially with us being big impressed with them now it's like due to how bad things have gotten disorganized with Holiday Matsuri especially with 2019 being bad with the parking they even had people park in the uh, golf (laughs) yeah the golf range And, uh, well, it didn't go so well either. So, I'm like, now you need to go to a different location, even though some places are kind of iffy online conventions happen, because sometimes people do ruin the convention. I mean, for instance, J-Con. We heard about different stories about people causing major bad things to cause them to move to different locations. I mean, heck, if they were able to hold a convention during 2010, if they didn't weren't like, oh, this is going to be the last year, they wouldn't be at the Ramada after having uh, two young ladies spray mace in the air. That's another story for another time. I still remember that night, but anyways, that's pretty much it for this episode. I know it ran a bit long, but if you guys are interested on going for these conventions, I would say try it out for one day at least. And if you still enjoy the convention, I'm not stopping you, but these are conventions that we kind of hardly look forward to as much as we did before. I know we usually, with our, how we work with the whole entire press thing, um, please understand we're pretty much doing it based on our experiences and what we observe. And if we do bring really good, uh, reviews out from what we've gone through and how we covered things, please understand we enjoy it depending on how we enjoy it. But of course, some things do change, and let's see how things happen, especially with the coming up one with Ranger Stop and Pop. I know we're going to be having fun. Uh, I know COVID is still going strong, so please, guys, get vaccinated. We got, we all got vaccinated. Why aren't you? And of course, please make sure you have actual vaccination cards because apparently now people are carrying fake ones so make sure yours is legit and of course use hand sanitizer uh especially now with the uh, bath and Works having their fall scents also wash your hands and also follow any guidelines if you're traveling so until next time stay beautiful